0: I mean, in a way, this is—I saw this as a bit of a, a poor man's Tarantino movie. You know what I mean? like—I'm sorry—I I know people are going to hate me for that. Oh but, man! Uh, no, but I did. I, I saw it as a bit of a poor man's Tarantino movie, and and that was their attempt at doing kind of the whole pulp fiction royal cheese conversation, or you know, slip something like that in yeah? it. My man, how <laughs> oh, look, I'm this folding. Yeah. I mean, this. I. This is actually probably the only clown I've ever found funny in my life.
1: <laughs> and I do I do love the scene where we're introduced to him. then um... talk about
0: introducing you to a, a character gently. My God. <laughs> I really can't say that because um, explicit warning or no explicit warning, your shit will be banned and taken off the air. <laughs>
1: I'll
0: tell you afterwards.
1: Fair, fair. <laughs> fair enough yeah. <laughs> you're like teasing the listeners <laughs> they'll never know well um... they can they
0: can DM me for, for details I <laughs>
1: To the Screams and Moans podcast, the podcast about movies and sex, but not together because that would be porn. I'm your host Megan, and this episode I'm joined by Ian. Hello.
0: Hello. Nice to hear from you again. A long time.
1: <laughs> right? At least mm-hmm. this time we're li- we're living in the same country now, which is yeah, nice. it's
0: it's much better recording in the same time zone. I haven't had a chance to get drunk yet, so it might be a little bit more coherent this time around.
1: Well, <laughs> that six-hour time difference could be a doozy at times. Yeah, it certainly was.
0: Certainly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Saying, oh, you're okay to record at 11 o'clock at night, right? That'll be cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, we will just have a little bit of Dutch courage at 5pm. Just one, you know, I mean, to steady the nerves. Next thing I know, right, it's time to record and I'm doing cartwheels and singing Hello Dolly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's entertaining though, right? It's, it's all entertainment. Yeah, it's all entertainment. <laughs> Speaking of, I know, unfortunately, we're all kind of in a lockdown at the moment, but um, what have you been doing to keep yourself entertained lately?
0: Well, exactly. It's not not like there's anything massively windswept and interesting to report, really. We're all stuck at home, aren't we? Um, But yeah, I've just been drinking quite heavily. Um, (laughs) To the point where it's my little lockdown project. I've even built a bar in my living room, so I've got beer on top and all that kind of stuff, so... Do That's you have be occupied?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was gonna say, do do you have bar snacks as well? Like is it a fully functional like yeah, ready we've to got...
0: go? Oh, I'm excited now looking up, we've got scampi fries, monster munch, peanuts. Yeah, we're doing all right.
1: <laughs> Man, that makes me want to go out and grab some monster munch right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> however, crunch, crunch, crunch. Um, well, recording, probably not. yes, yeah, not gonna not unless I'm making one of those—is it ASMR videos where we'll just slowly crunch on the Monster Munch.
0: So, <laughs> how about you? Have you been um, up to much? I mean, again, all the same predicament, really,
1: but... Yeah, I mean, not a whole lot. We've been we've been going out for a few walks because we live kind of near a country park and stuff like that. So, at least we can get out and walk a little bit. But. Um, I just had my birthday earlier this week.
0: Yeah, happy birthday! A big
1: one, eh? Oh, big one! I'm old now. Well, <laughs> not really. I don't. I don't feel old. Um, <laughs> but, Join the club. but yeah, I I did turn 40 this month, and well, hey. um, you know, I thought, oh, I'm gonna, you know, have a long weekend trip to Europe. No, no, coronavirus says no. Um, and then I thought, oh, well, you know, we could either. Go up to Yorkshire. No, no, that wasn't happening either. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, basically just spent a bit of walking, but mostly at home with uh, a lot of alcohol, a lot of rum. Yeah. And uh, a curry as well, so. There
0: are always ways to spend your day.
1: Exactly. Yeah,
0: nice takeaway. Um, yeah, that's happened to a few of my friends. Actually, they've had birthdays during lockdown. A couple of them have been hit their 40th as well, and it's just such a shame because you have such big plans for that particular birthday. It's one of these milestones, and then I see, you just sat around scratching your arse. a shame, <laughs> but we will we all get together and have one massive party at the end of it.
1: Exactly. I can just imagine like the parties. Once this is all over, it'll just be. Pandemonium. It'll probably be like, um, I don't know, almost like. Sodom and (laughs)
0: Gomorrah.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say that. (laughs) Or, or like, it's just gonna open up this whole new era of, like, craziness and free love and drugs and everything else. (laughs) Like, whatever you can do, just do it. It's gonna be one of those.
0: Not change there then.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well,. No change for Hampton Bridge, really. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> spe- I guess, speaking of people just uh, doing whatever the fuck they want, um, it's probably <clears throat> a good segue into the movie that we watched for this episode.
0: Quite. Wow. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, we covered Devil's Rejects by Rob Zombie. I feel like... It is one of those movies where people either really, really love Rob Zombie or they really, really hate Rob Zombie. Um, but I know Ian, this was your first time watching the film, so I'm kind of curious what what your initial thoughts are.
0: Uh, I think my initial thoughts was Megan, what the f- are you making me watch? <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly um, it's certainly straight to the point, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, I actually watched it this morning, so I've. Um, probably mornings are the best time to sit down and watch something like that so it's like uh nothing like a bit of hardcore alcohol and drug abuse drug abuse and prostitution etc to really help the conflicts go down you know <laughs> uh, and then i watch the movie <laughs> 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 yeah, nah, I, I think it's fair to say this one's definitely not for kids no yeah. <laughs> Pro- probably not for most adults either to be fair but <laughs> there you
1: go <know>. yeah <laughs> I th- I think it's one of those interesting ones, and there is actually I thought about it afterwards. There is kind of a a prequel called House of a Thousand Corpses.
0: Yeah, I've heard of that, but again, I haven't actually seen it.
1: Yeah, it's um it's just as gritty uh, as this one, but um it probably would help with some of the backstory and kind of where uh, Devil's Rejects just kind of jumps in to the yeah. immediate setting of like. The Sheriff's Department manhunt. So maybe you would have benefited from that, but I'm just going to have the fun this episode with the fact that you haven't. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I did try, because I have watched it before, I did try to kind of sit back and not get ahead of myself. Um yeah. so what I kind of made some of my notes in terms of, you know, things that I noticed or wanted to talk about or things. I tried to do that with kind of the like a fresh perspective or eyes and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean I already kind of talked about um the manhunt at the beginning and the sheriff. I mean, I don't know about you, but obviously as the movie went on, the sheriff kind of
0: yeah it's it's a weird character at first you kind of think he's just a good old-fashioned sort of badass lawman kind of thing but um you kind of see how his mental health deteriorates and yeah it's quite a, an interesting character really
1: yeah it's that whole thing where you think was he always this mentally insane or mm. is it just the circumstances um yeah. that probably help contribute to that but
0: yeah, it, it kind of struck me as being kind of on the edge anyway but obviously as we'll probably discuss there are certain things that do uh like I said just push you over the edge a little bit and uh, I say a little bit batshit crazy let's face it, but...
1: <laughs> especially when <laughs> I mean I'm not gonna jump to the ending just yet no, no, no. um no. but uh com- complete, everyone is batshit crazy by that <laughs> by that point of the film really <laughs> um so I guess in terms of Things that you noticed as we kind of went through the film. What was one of the first things or scenes that was really memorable for you?
0: Yeah, I mean, it throws you in right from the start. Really, I mean, before anything even happens, there's a weird guy dragging a corpse through the woods, and it's like, I've, I haven't even had a sip of my cup of tea yet, and there's, there's rotting boobies everywhere and stuff like what? Then,
1: <laughs>
0: uh, so that's now. But that, that was really my first impression. Like I say, W T F like i mean for some some right here you know because it's that's how it starts especially how the hell is it going to continue and i wasn't really disappointed horrified but not disappointed
1: (laughs) (laughs) well in when i first watched it as well you kind of think tiny will be the main Mm. antagonist of the movie
0: Mm.
1: and i think that that threw me the first time watching it because you're right. You kind of see Tiny at the beginning, who, of course, is not Tiny.
0: Yeah, I kind of forgot about him not long after that because social things going on. But yeah. He's
1: yeah. Selling, exactly. You
0: know, pretty important to the
1: plot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think for me, part of what makes this film is that every single one of the characters is quite unique and almost. Extreme in terms of their personality traits.
0: Mm, very, very much so, yeah.
1: You know, because we've got Baby, who is, you know, like the sexy. I don't know. She's like a poster child for why you shouldn't just like chase after beautiful women who are promising you shit. Yeah,
0: There <laughs> yeah, definitely, so definitely with, with the character Baby. There was definitely hints of sort of Harley Quinn about her, really, in her insanity and just, uh, the way she sort of mixes. Her sort of sexuality with her insanity and just, yeah, she she was actually a very good character. I thought that was, she, you know, I thought it was um, very well acted that. But um, yeah, she was, again, they're all
1: Yeah, well, I was going to say, and I didn't even think about it being quite like Harley Quinn until you mentioned that, but you're right. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of, I don't, you know, cute but psycho, like sexy but psycho thing yeah. going on. um. And then you have her brother Otis, which, I mean, Otis on his own is quite disturbing, but that whole sibling relationship was quite I weird know, to me.
0: It's creepy. It's almost it makes you wonder if it's incestuous or, well, it's just yeah. That, that actually, I found that quite um, quite unnerving. Actually, it was a bit. There's so many awkward things in this movie. And, you know, and that that was certainly one of them. It just really sort of made me skin crawl a bit. It's like. I say, it's that like an incestuous, incestuous relationship? There's certainly some sort of obsessive
1: connection yeah.
0: between them, but it's
1: yeah, 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 definitely. So, you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of the uh, scene towards the beginning where they're going to escape um, and meet up at this hotel. Yeah. So, they get to the hotel. And they need a room, but they can't just like rock up and and ask for a room Ooh. in the state that they're in. Um, so, baby lures a couple of roadies. Yeah, uh,
0: they're, they're what, what they called uh, banjo and Sullivan or something like that. They're a little band that are on the on the on the road touring and
1: stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they rocked up at this motel.
1: And um, you know when they're when they're in the room, and then they've kind of got got everyone in there um and they're finally realizing like shit is going down mm. and things are not normal it's that whole piece where like when otis was like what don't you think my sister's sexy don't you want to like <laughs> yeah do this she's doing, and a
0: of, doing a bit of a dance isn't she and um, yeah it,
1: it was, that was so creepy
0: Seeing a little annoying. That was another Harley Quinn moment, really. She's giving a little rhyme. I can't. I can't remember what it was that she was singing. It was quite suggestive, And she was um, dancing very suggestively in front of the guy with his wife standing next to him. And it's like, what? What's Are you looking at my sister? You're getting ideas, son of a. List? And it's, oh, it, that whole scene. Pretty much everything that took place in that um, the motel room was a lot of it was very uncomfortable viewing, actually.
1: Yeah, I was going to say it definitely pushes those those boundaries in terms of yeah. like a lot of uncomfortable situations and yeah. I, mean, just... I mean
0: for me to say that I mean you know me I'm not exactly a, a delicate little flower <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but there was certainly oh was absolutely cringing
1: yeah I mean just well we already kind of covered the the sibling piece but even beyond that it was kind of that I feel like it set the tone and the realism like at Mm. first you kind of think oh you know we're watching this like manhunt it's gonna be one of those movies that it doesn't get into the into the gritty details but then you're kind of confronted with how violent they actually are Mm -hmm. Um, so even though well baby as a great example um, Otis maybe not so much um that they can be charming in their own way
0: yeah I think I, I took to it, as evil and as nasty as the characters are I think I, I kind of was rooting for them in a way apart from oh it seems a bell end. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like him but uh yeah you better hope he doesn't hear that
1: yeah, <laughs> Just kidding. yeah. Right, uh, <laughs> but but you're right it's It's showing you how horrific the acts actually are. So, you know, everything from when he takes the guys out to dig up some weapons. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, one of the quotes that was memorable for me was the part where, you know, Otis is just like, I am the devil and I am Mm -hmm. here to do the devil's work. And just like how completely... There's yeah. no negotiation, right? Like, you are not in control of that situation?
0: Uh, and he's so, so zealous about it as well. We I mean, say, God, pray to you, God, what's he gonna do? And he's shouting up to, to, to God himself, like, come on, here I am, you know what I mean? You're gonna rescue your... Little, you know what I mean? And it's like... it's just the level of, not just physical, but psychological tortures that he's how he inflicts on people. It's, it's pretty hard here.
1: Yeah, it's that kind of dark realism of the inability to bargain with a psychopath and and yet within it like some of the things he says and I wish I'm gonna wish I had a better example of this because I don't but it's that as well he's like this horrible fucking person and he just makes you cringe Mm. but at the same time like he does have this like I put almost black but like very dark sense of humor Mm-hmm. throughout the film as well so it's not something you want to laugh at <laughs> but I, mean, there
0: were, I, mean, I did get a few in all the of the door because like I say it doesn't leave anything to the imagination um, there were a few laugh out loud moments even in the nasty bits it's like oh. I don't know if it was la- it was nervous laughter or just a genuine sort of belly laugh but either way I was I certainly had a few chuckles out of it <laughs> yeah. I mean that's, that scene where uh, you know Talking about where he takes them out to recover some very guns, and of course, um, spoiler alert, folks. But um, the, the younger of the two men that he takes with him to decides you know, to have a pop you know, he sees his opportunity, cracks him one, and he's like, no, a, a bit for escape. And part of me was just thinking, You know, how stupid, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, because this guy's obviously nuts. But at the same time, if you're in that situation, you know, chances are you, you're you a goner anyway, so you might as well, if, you know, if you're going to. Um, go out you might as well at least have that last de- desperate sort of attempt at uh, getting away, but at the same time I was thinking don't do it but this isn't gonna end well for you. This isn't gonna end well. It's too early in the movie. We know you're not gonna win <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's still some women back in the hotel room with baby. This isn't gonna <laughs> this isn't gonna bode well. <laughs>
0: yeah. Totally.
1: yeah. No, I think I think you're right, and it, it is that whole piece and Back in the room, obviously, with there's Baby and the couple of women and even there, you know, again mm. you figure that's it. Like, these people are fucking crazy, right? Like, yeah, they're gonna do anything. I thought the oh, can I use the bathroom was a little bit like, oh, every fucking movie, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the minute yeah, I heard a, that, I knew more shit was going down.
0: Yeah. I mean, for a brief, a brief moment, when I um, said baby was there and she's with the two female hostages, stupid, I know, but uh, I kind of thought, well, maybe you know, it's the women together, they might find a bit of empathy here or something. But, um... <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: yeah, and yeah. I don't know. I mean,
0: cool. I, I just keep kept trying to find like redeeming features, because normally any kind of bad guy or something is a bit of a movie trope really.
1: Yeah, you're you're normally made to to hate them and despise them and to kind of be going against them, but you're right this kind of turns it into as, it's like that, that delicate balance of they are horrific, well their acts are horrific um, and clearly they don't give a shit about anyone but themselves, but at the same time, they can be quite, quite funny or charming in their own way. And I feel like for me, the character that is most like that, we haven't even talked about yet. So as I was saying, you know well, the characters can be quite dark they also mm. are funny in their own way mm. and I feel yeah. like <laughs> I feel like the character who actually does this the best and is probably the funniest uh, we haven't even talked about yet See. and uh, <laughs> and that's Captain Spaulding my man
0: I <laughs> oh, look up this Spaulding. Yeah. I mean, this, I mean, God, this is actually probably the only clown I've ever found funny in my life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and <laughs> I do, I do love the scene where we're introduced to him. Um, and then
0: talk about introducing you to a, a character gently. My God. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> but the whole thing is, is at first I thought, oh yeah, like. Again, he's, you know, fucking a prostitute. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and my then... word,
0: they are going like the clappers as well. Right? They yeah, bloody hell fire. It was I- all I- going I-, well. I was watching, it thinking, that's got to change.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought maybe if you weren't out of bed yet, you were. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: it would still be golf links. But then. That's not a euphemism, by the way.
1: <laughs> Oh, I thought maybe it was. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) But then everything changes quite drastically, both in the dream and when we hit reality.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's actually quite a funny scene though. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean I know it's spoilers, but we should explain really. That we're introduced to him, um, basically a big one of the ugliest dudes you've ever seen with rotten teeth and clown paint on his face, big hairy Sasquatch looking motherfucker. <laughs> <Right>, and, uh, <laughs> and he's got this prostitute riding him like there's no tomorrow. Uh, and I won't give you full spoilers about what happens, but let's say he wakes up with a bang and uh, whew, it was all, all a dream kind of thing and he turns around to his actual missus. <laughs> 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 it was a real trailer park, just, oh my god, the state of this lass, you wouldn't believe it. And and she's after getting a, a bit of sweet loving as well, isn't she? But he's not having it. Well, oh. What what? Is, <laughs> he gets out of bed in his shitty underpants, brown stained underpants. Scratches his ass, and she's like, "Come and get some of this sweet loving or something." Yeah. Now, now, now what has what he said? Um, right, forgive me, folks. This isn't my, these aren't my words. You know what I mean? Don't name and shame me on public media. But as he scratches his ass, and she's asking for a bit of loving. I think he caught the lines of a, a spastic mongoloid heat. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Like what? <laughs> That's the best way to talk to him. It's just
1: like, no, he... Right, and then uh, he's like gonna go have a shit or uh, piss or something, <laughs> and and she's still like, oh come on, come on, I'll I'll still do it, I'll still <laughs> like what? Did
0: what? <laughs> you have enough last night, but <laughs> my dick still Yeah. <slow. laughs> <laughs>
1: He's like, I ain't, I ain't want none of that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, um, he's got
0: better things to do, hasn't he? He's booked a, like a, a commercial to be aired on local TV promoting his clown stuff. I
1: love, I love that. And you know, <laughs> I know we we both know um, a gent by the name of Matt Bubbles. <laughs> <Yep>.
0: he- <laughs> Shout out to Matt.
1: Good Shout point. out to Matt. Um, he does. An amazing Captain Spaulding, if I remember right.
0: He's... Do you know what? I mean, I've never made that connection, but having seen him with his face made up Matt in various photos and things, I get it now. I just thought he was just being mental. <laughs> <laughs> that he
1: just wanted to be a crazy clown.
0: Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't make the connection until he said that. That's brilliant. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he's kind of got oh, that booming voice as well.
0: Yeah, he's such a diamond
1: bloke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, <shout> out. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like, well, in my world anyway um as as much as like you said, he's like rotted teeth he's he's not a nice man, um <laughs> crazy, you know, like one of those roadside attraction kind of theme park. Yeah. Kind of like um, a,
0: a much darker version of Krusty, Krusty the Clown when he sort of um, devolves into alcoholism. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen, I'm sure, maybe I've imagined that, I'm sure there was one episode of The Simpsons where Krusty is basically like a bum on the street or something, just like, uh, ranting incoherently, and I can definitely see comparisons with that. Although, <laughs> or maybe I dreamt it. You yeah. see, he gets all these cool dreams with all these sexy prostitutes. I dream about Krusty the Clown. <laughs> Painting my face,
1: man. Maybe that's it. Oh, All you oh. need is a bit of face paint, some shitty. No, I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> some shitty bands. I'm halfway there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: a work, it's a work in progress. <laughs> oh, I I'm
1: not gonna go there. But, well, I, I kind of did, but I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, but, but then. Uh. <laughs> you know, like, at the same time, So exactly, he's got this amazing um, advertisement going on, and then he gets mm. a call from Baby, yeah. <laughs> which I never noticed before, but, mm. you know, when you watch a movie again and again, you pick up things that maybe yeah, you didn't yeah, also before. Here. Exactly. And the billboard behind her says, On the run again?
0: Oh, and I nice. never
1: noticed that.
0: I didn't pick up on that either. That's that's true.
1: Cool. Yeah, and um, that's when you find out he's their dad. Now I kind of wonder: is he really their dad, or is this like a, you know, like a family in terms of they've made like their some, own family? Some,
0: yeah, some weird commune of just waste strays and psychopaths.
1: Serial, which killers. might
0: which might explain the sort of incestuous tones between oh, he's a Baby as well. Maybe but, they uh, were
1: once an item.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think probably just, they just—they are just redneck fucking. <laughs> 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 just dirty fucking. Uh, Th-
1: then again, their their mom, Mama Firefly, she has a yeah. scrapbook of you know them growing up and yeah, yeah. all their crimes together. So... Yeah,
0: yeah we say what—that's well, an interesting scrapbook, isn't it? Our collection of them. Like, oh, here's baby Play on the swings. Here's a dead hooker.
1: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> right. Here's Otis's first dead hooker. Yeah. Um...
0: <laughs> oh, memories. You know
1: oh, what I mean,
0: the memories like my... that you've got to cherish them.
1: <laughs> my babies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bless <him. laughs> yeah.
1: I also think she was another winning character that is underrated in this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Um.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... and, and she was actually, even though she doesn't appear that much. There are a couple of scenes where she's actually like, in the police cell. After, after she's actually the only one who gets sort of captured after the initial raid at the beginning of the video, and some of the conversations with the sheriff and stuff actually are quite important. Been, they do they're kind of the catalyst to sending down that mad uh, vigilante sort of streak that he goes on. Yeah, uh, and a few re- yeah, just winding up and a few little revelations that she drops on.
1: I was gonna say when she pulled open her. Scrapbook to a specific page, yeah, and then again, it kind of hints at that the mm-hmm. backstory, yeah, as yeah. well. I feel like people who have seen this film and are listening to us talk right now are probably like, they're giving the shittest detail to anyone. I of know, us. well, I've tried trying,
0: trying to sort <laughs> of do it without massive spoilers.
1: No, exactly. It,
0: it, yeah, I mean, in previous last couple of shows that I've done with you, Megan, I've, I've basically just read the script of the movie out from start to finish. <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought, so I thought I'd try and be a little bit more um, standoffish on this one <laughs> and just hint at some good bits and that way people have the opportunity to see it if they haven't.
1: Exactly. And,
0: uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's
1: one of those. No, definitely. And, and I do think, you know, Screams and Moans has never been a show where... We do things like in order. We're all, all over the place. Like we're just gonna. I think it's best to just kind of. Yeah, just
0: just let it flow. Flow how it flows.
1: Exactly. Yeah. We'll just we'll just let it flow, um, and now that let we've kind flow? of entered.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry. <I> don't
1: know. <laughs> that I, sounds I'm, like uh, some sort of. I, I don't know. I was
0: about to do a whole frozen sort of skit, then, but I'm just not going to bother. <laughs> this uh, this Irish whiskey is starting to kick in. I think.
1: Oh, that's amazing!
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well, there we go,
1: there we go. It must be done. Um, yeah. we'll but you know, I think we have been been talking about the different characters, and as they kind of come in, so you know, as yeah. baby's calling him. That's kind of around the same time they're headed to the hotel earlier.
0: Yeah. Well, well, let's just call him basically. I say he was enjoying watching his um, little commercial, which gets interrupted by a newsflash. Well, uh, so he kind of knows what's going on—the the newsflash about the raid at the house and blah, 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 about discovering all his mass graves and everything that's gone on there and stuff. So, so he knows that she has fucked. And actually is talking to his his Mrs. In time to get out, of dodge, find a safe house, kind of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she exactly. She doesn't want him to go though, mm. but he's more than happy to go. <laughs> I mean he's headed to a whorehouse though right yeah, so... yeah. I'm, just,
0: <laughs> I'm just laughing at that closing scene where he's basically toodaloo motherfucker <laughs> to, that, to, <laughs> his, to his missus he's, oh my god <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah that's the safe house isn't it? it's basically uh, a, a brothel in the middle of nowhere but he, of course he has to go and meet up with his family first at the people from the motel
1: Oh, definitely, yeah. and yeah.
0: Um... where things have developed quite, um, yeah, quite a sinister, sinister turn there as well. In fact, I don't know. I've, I want to give this spoiler up, but we've already hinted that it turns into a shit show. This whole um, hostage situation, but one of the most fucked up things in the movie, and probably any movie I've ever seen, actually. And fast forward twenty seconds if you don't want to hear this. But after he's killed one of these keys, is when they were digging up the guns, he actually cuts off the guy's face and comes in wearing it as a mask. And that is just the most fucked up shit I've ever seen.
1: And as hilarious as he finds it as well.
0: Oh, he's laughing and he takes the mask off and he's like making the mouth move, doing a little puppet act with it. and <laughs>
1: and <laughs> you're laughing! I know,
0: it's just like, I think it's more just laughing at the ridiculousness of it. It's like, if, if I took it seriously, I'd be having nightmares. Right. Especially <laughs> considering what happens to that mask later, you know, what he then does with it, but my god.
1: Oh, yeah. To me, you're right, though. What What happens with the mask next is probably the most disturbing thing.
0: Yeah I, I mean even if you, if even if that was a situation to survive you'd just be in an asylum you'd absolutely just be in an asylum
1: after this fucked. that would be it for sure <laughs> um yeah defi- definitely so you know as we as we mentioned kind of captain spalding's making his way there for me yeah. one of the other scenes that really makes an impression is when he runs out of petrol um, yeah, so he and, needs to find a new ride. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, so in this scene, as you mentioned, he needs to get a new ride. And it's actually some of my favorite quotes of this film.
0: Oh, this is great, great, great dialogue. <laughs> so,
1: so, I mean, when he, he walks up to this mom and this child, her child, um, and they're still. think it's a station wagon or something yeah something like
0: that yeah the kids say the car and she's just filled with gas or something
1: yeah get get in the car um (laughs) but you know when he's starting to talk to her and he's like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna need your vehicle essentially and he's she was like what what kind of clown business do you mean (laughs) (laughs) and he's like do i stutter bitch (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> fucking knocks her out <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but, but when he does jump into the car with the with the kid in there looking <laughs> like terrifying to see his mum get his head kicked in <laughs> it was that horrible again, like the teeth are a big part of his his look so big, big rotten, dirty yellow and black teeth and the manky clown makeup and shit but like it's just the conversation he has with the kid just absolutely, I'd be wetting myself
1: Oh man, when he's yeah. like, "What's the matter, kid? Don't you like, don't, don't like clowns?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he's like, "Uh, no.
1: Why don't you fucking like clowns?"
0: He goes around. He says, "I'm gonna go do this, that, or the other. But when I come back, if you can't give me a good reason why you don't like clowns, I'm gonna kill your whole fucking family." <laughs> right? right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like,
0: it's... Oh, it's brutal, but it's hilarious. Like, this oh. is probably the first clown I've ever found amusing. In my it's the best.
1: Ba- like I said, it's like, <laughs> if you think about it, it's, it's, it is it's horrific, but it's hilarious. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and so, you know, they, he essentially he makes it to the hotel. Does he make it to the hotel or does he? Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm he makes it to
0: about. the, yeah, he does. He, he makes it to the motel just as kind of the last, um, well, I'm getting the spoilers. But just as someone is making her escape and uh, being chased by down the road by baby, and he, he's like, "Get her, daddy!" <laughs> 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 she just so happens to run into him. Perfect timing, that. Point. You know I mean?
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, forgot about that. Actually, it had been a couple yeah. of weeks since I watched it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another um, nice bit of uh, not for the not for the faint-hearted. That particular scene.
1: <laughs> no. Not, which... one,
0: not, not a scene for vegans.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. And then, yeah, that leads to the horrific yeah. scene, which you've already talked about. And yeah. I do think it's funny how once they all get together, the dynamic between Otis and Captain Spaulding the entire time.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely. It's for something so dysfunctional. There's almost something normal about it, isn't there? There's sort of like the petulant child arguing with his kid's sister, and the dad like, tries to be control. No. Fuck you! No. Fuck you.
1: There's obviously a lot of swearing yeah. in this film as well. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, I should apologise. I've um, I tried to keep the swearing down on this one because the last couple of shows have probably movie have been terrible. But um, again, like I say, the whiskey is flowing, and I think it's in context with the movie as well. If I hadn't have watched that. Uh, my vocabulary would have been uh, <laughs> much better, but I think it's imprinted on my brain. I'm saying effing this, effing that. Yeah, uh, it's... It's, it's it's on my brain now.
1: It's all right. Yeah. We we carried an explicit warning here on screams and moans, if nothing else, yeah. for the second half. So,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mate, well, well <laughs> you you're lucky. I was originally going to make a little comment, stroke, joke about that very very opening scene. Uh, but I thought, no, I can't say that. <laughs> I really can't say that because um, explicit warning or no explicit warning, your shit will be banned and taken off the air. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you afterwards.
1: Fair, 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 fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> You're like teasing the listeners. They'll never know. Well, um,
0: they can they can DM me for, for
1: details at the end. The there we go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then... Um... <laughs> They all head off to the to the whorehouse and meet mm. Charlie.
0: He's... Charlie. Now, Charlie again, he's another guy. In fact, I should have mentioned this before, there's quite a few already that have popped up through the movie. It's one of those like I'd call him one of those actor guys. Well, which obviously he's an actor guy because he's acting in the movie, but <laughs> you know there's people you can't place but you know you've seen him in a shit ton of other stuff. Yeah. But you can't quite place where you know him from or thing. there's loads of those little appearances in this movie. There's some great little cameos uh some of which you do know and some of which you don't but uh well some of which i, I managed to suss out who they were and some of who i didn't but um yeah the, the guy um the um the pimp was charlie is it um he, oh. yeah he was definitely one of them
1: yeah of them. i recognize that guy as well
0: mm-hmm. yeah i did kind of have quite a bit of fun trying to play you know spot the cameo <laughs> <laughs>
1: That is something about Rob's, Rob Zombie's films, right? They they definitely have quite a few cameos by people.
0: Yeah.
1: And... Uh,
0: anyway, sorry, I, I digress Then I'm sorry. So, <laughs> we basically, go to the we go to this uh, whorehouse, which is supposed to be a safe house. Charlie the pimp, an old friend of um, our clown friend, yes, and the family, and uh, they proceed to party. Now. So the parties they have there, that is totally my kind of party, if it wasn't for the fact that everyone was waving guns around and killing each other type shit, or or, or (laughs) the threat of being murdered, for saying the wrong thing. But, uh, yeah, that. that. When I get the bar up and running properly, get the stripper pole in. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs)
1: I've
0: I've been ticking nuts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) i Maybe there's some parallels to those parties, um, which we won't cover on the show for legal reasons. Um, and so, but yeah, I feel like, you know, even when they arrive at the whorehouse and that whole joke that Charlie plays on them at the beginning, yeah. it just sums up their whole sense of humor. Yeah, the whole the whole
0: dynamic of their relationship, the whole sense of humor and stuff is like. If something that's me, I'd be horrified and shitting myself. You know, but they're just laughing their heads off. Again, i will not go into, that, into act actual details, but it's yeah, what a welcome.
1: That's <laughs> that's next level banter right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. But in the meantime, we've got the sheriff, right? He's mm. he's getting his guys, his mercenaries, to kind of take these guys out once yeah. they find them.
0: Yeah. I don't know if the bounty hunters are just badass people, but uh, yeah. He's... Well,
1: it's Danny Trejo, right? Like Danny
0: Trejo. <laughs> yes, you know that it's going to be a good movie. If you see Danny Trejo in it. It's, he's, he's just I love him so much. I mean, again, he's one of those kind of generic guys I was talking about, but, but except so everyone actually does recognise him and know. I wanted to see him. In. Um, fantastic. As soon as I saw him, I was like, "Yes, come on." Right,
1: Here but I felt like. like... I felt like his role in this movie was quite understated compared mm. to other stuff that he's done. Yeah. But uh, kn- oh, go ahead.
0: Uh, no, sorry, no, sorry. Yeah, yeah, fairly. I mean, he did have a couple of good bits of dialogue and stuff, like the whole uh, whole conversation about cockroaches and stuff. But again, I won't. <laughs> oh yeah. It but yeah, it, it was great to see him. It always cheers me up. See his see his sweet smiling little face. You're like, oh, shit's
1: <laughs> about to get real. Danny Trejo's here.
0: Yeah. Uh, as an aside, I should um, mention this. I mean, again, he's one of those people that everyone just... Sorry, my pet bird's says, Sh- joining in. Uh, <laughs> <show
1: up. laughs> She's enjoying the whiskey She's as enjoying well. It. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fumes. Um, but, again, like I said, Danny Trejo is one of those people... it's, it's kind of the, uh, the go-to... Sort of talking scary Mexican dude, ain't they? Gangster dude. Um, but I actually recently watched an interview they did. It's the first time I've actually seen a proper interview with him. Uh, it's, it's on YouTube if anyone likes him or is interested in seeing it. Sorry for promoting other shows, Megan. Um, nice. But there's a guy called DJ Vlad who's got a channel called Vlad TV and he does a lot of interviews around the entertainment world. There's a lot of like rap stars and gangsters and sports stars and blah blah blah. But he did a, an interview with uh, Benny Plejo. And he basically tells his life story, and fuck me, talk about, you know, um, reality, matching art and all that kind of stuff. Really? I mean, what a life he's had. Is so, it, yeah. Check out Vlad TV, Danny Trejo, if you're interested. It's not a massively long interview. It's cut into a few segments, but it's well worth watching. So there you go.
1: There we go. Added, added bonus and promotion. Added bonus. <laughs> Not Easter egg in the middle of <laughs> I wonder if we'll get any kickbacks for that promotion. Uh, I doubt
0: it. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Incidentally, I'm drinking the Pogues Irish Whiskey. Triple distilled.
1: <laughs> Marvelous. You shut the fuck up. Silky smooth. That's right. Sorry. sorry. <laughs>
0: Come on. Oh, oh, the Come bird. on. Yeah, <laughs> my papa needs free whiskey. You gotta, yo, give a dollar, Yes. Sorry, I'm grappling attention the tangent.
1: Oh, as usual, I lose yeah. complete control of my show. It's fine. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we're at the brothel. We're
1: at, we're at the brothel. <laughs> we're partying. Mm-hmm. Danny Trejo and his homies know exactly where they're at. Mm-hmm. Sheriff but, comes, pays yeah, off well, Charlie. Yeah. Spoiler alert.
0: Yeah. I mean, actually, <laughs> that is actually one of my favourite scenes. I was pissing myself. Um, Charlie the pimp, with his scary looking mate, decides to go and um, buy a couple of chickens <laughs> for for a feast, <laughs> and the meal this really proper Cletus type, no missing teeth, chewing a bit of straw type fella to buy these chickens off. with I think he was called. And he just descends into a whole conversation about whether or not he's planning on fucking these chickens. <laughs> like, do, you, do I look like the kind of motherfucker who fucks chickens? Do you, have, you, have you ever fucked a chicken motherfucker? It's like, well, I've thought about it, but it's like... It's a, just a weird tangent about chicken shagging. Absolutely, like,
1: if you were we gonna act, fuck a chicken, you would want yeah, this
0: chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you want to cut off its head and then shake it down the neck so it flaps around and all. And it's just a
1: mad
0: conversation. But I was in hysterics, eh? I mean, it's funny on its own, but in the news over oh, the last couple of weeks, a chap in Bradford, which is a city, as you know, maybe you've been to visit me, where oh, i yeah. sticks, but Bradford is maybe like six, seven, about half an hour away, put it that way. But uh, it was all the news that a guy and his wife have just been, like, sent to prison and stuff. For shagging chickens. Shut up! Shut <laughs> no, I, swear up. Now, I swear now. I swear Honestly, you can Google this shit: "Chicky shagger in Bradford." Like the, um, <laughs> like the wife was filming it, doing all these kind of <laughs> horrific acts. So uh, that gave it extra comedy value for me. <laughs> Again, another Easter Easter egg for something to do, for some homework. Google the man arrested for Shaggy chickens in Bradford. <laughs> this is what you get. You
1: get all that extra added content. Oh yeah, you know what I mean.
0: There's yeah. no. There's no. Nothing fighting about. You no, know, we give you everything that you need to sort of um, list,
1: list, entertain list. yourself. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, well...
0: <laughs> but uh, but I mean part of the reason I, I mentioned that scene as well, apart from it being hilarious, is this is when the sheriff rolls up on Charlie the pimp and basically blackmails him, saying, "Right, we need to set these guys up. You know, what I mean, I want them. To make sure they're all in This place at midnight. I'll do the rest, kind of thing." So. Uh, yeah, that's hence Danny Trejo, uh, Trejo and his boys and all that stuff. They know where to go and what to do.
1: That that sh- was sh- the swiftest invasion I've ever seen in a movie, though. Well, <laughs> I act as if it's, like, in life. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, of all of the... <laughs> yeah,
0: they're just, like, partying away and, like, finally like, up, 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 up Danny. The odd, like, snap neck here and the odd little stealth shit. Like playing Hitman on the PlayStation or something. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So smooth. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously the sheriff, he wants them alive.
0: Yeah, I think the word he used was uh, <laughs> something along the lines of um, fuck them up as much as you want, but keep them alive long enough that I get to piss in their face before they die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at this point, I should say that the sheriff has gone pretty much psychotic, and it's just as mental as the, you know, as the main protagonist. Really, it's
1: just, he's just—he's full of vigilante the, at this, this point. Kind of yeah, well, he
0: had a, he had a dream where, um, it kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier about, <laughs> about um, Mother Firefly and the stuff that she showed him in her little scrapbook, and he, he has a bit of a dream about that, and just wakes up absolutely fucking psychotic as hell, and he's like, nice. Right, Sheriff my arse. This is some vigilante shit, we're going after it, <laughs> I mean, so
1: Which probably in the south some places totally mm-hmm. get away with it. Like who yeah. who would miss these people, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And giving given all the evidence of the things that they found in the raids and stuff, who would shed a tear? Anyway. Yeah, you know, I mean it's like <laughs> that's, that's what
1: happens. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So quick quick raid. Then flashes to... I actually found it hard to watch the torture scene in the house. Yeah. When he's essentially the sheriff uh, to kind of set the scene. Yeah, he's, he's... Sick, he's taken
0: them back after the ambush, hasn't they? back to the to the ranch, I believe, to their, their house. And he's got them tied up and he's beating the shit out of them. And, and on just a, a mad rant, and he's showing them photographs going through all the, the victims. right? who killed this person? Oh, that one was mine, ha ha ha! And it's like basically stapling the, well, n- attaching the photographs to the chest with a nail gun. <laughs> <You know what laughs> I mean? And this is the, this is the bloody law. You know, this is the sheriff doing this shit. Like, holy fuck!
1: It's twisted. It's kind of, yeah. And then, I mean, essentially, I mean, I know it's kind of that. I'm gonna say juxtaposition, mm. if that's the word for it. But the mm. way that he then. Takes Otis's hands Ooh. in terms of like a nail right through both of his hands, kind of like a Christ, yeah, anti Christ like thing, yeah,
0: and basically nails the hands a big ass nail straight through the hands into the seat, and nails in place, yeah. And it's, yeah, I think there were whether that was deliberate, um, if it was deliberate, I'm not sure it was done that well to be honest, um, <laughs> but definitely, but, but, but I think there were, there were definitely, um tones there were overtones of of like the passion of the christ and the crucifixion that kind of thing
1: yeah mm-hmm. only where yeah the sheriff then thought he was like essentially on a mission from god to rid the earth of evil and mm-hmm. all of that
0: so yeah the sheriff goes back into uh, his ho- his own family history where he explains that his granddad and all that were actual proper old-school vigilante bounty hunters who take the law into their own hands and stuff. I was trying to do things the right way, but basically, fuck them. You you know what I mean? So, And the the stuff he does, it's just horrific. It really is. But at the same time, it's hard to feel sorry for them. Where at this point, you you are kind of, in a sick way, endeared to them, even though there's nothing redeeming about them. But even so, it's like, should I be feeling sorry for them?
1: Right. like Not, not really. <laughs> especially when you're faced with like that whole, like you said, the piece where he's like, which one of you murdered this girl? This this cheerleader? No. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, uh, yeah. That, you that, know? That, that was
0: actually a great line. <laughs> <laughs> Otis the <laughs> asshole. He shows a picture of, uh, this, this is, I don't know, Sally. Cheerleader of high school, head cheerleader, blah, blah, blah. She looks pretty, don't she? This is what she looked like when we pulled her out from your fucking torture basement. It's basically just a rotten corpse. She goes, not so pretty now, is she? Not so fuckable now. And, uh, oh, she just goes, yeah, she is. <laughs> <That was laughs> like, so... like it's still having a corpse and stuff. Like, what?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, and then when he was like, oh, yeah, don't worry, I... I'm not even going to repeat the act that he did for a month. Um, yeah, when she yeah. was in that state. Um, <laughs> so I think it is that gentle reminder of even though you're like, what the fuck? What the fuck is the sheriff doing? It's like, but these are fucking terrible people.
0: Yeah, like I kind of found my allegiances changing from one sentence to the next. Really, <laughs> i was thinking, put you sheriff, and then then he'd say something like that. I'm like, God, sheriff, doing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. And then, well, then. He just leaves them and lights the house on fire, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, at which point, of course, Baby manages to um, do a bit of a runner. She manages to escape while her, her family are all tied up and nailed to their seats and stuff. But of course, the sheriff will leave her alive. He's going to chase after her.
1: No. Um, Come on, Rabbit.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh... <laughs> oh, That... Yeah. Again, you talk about like changing allegiance. When the sheriff mm. did that, mm. that that whole bit at the end with baby, like she's fucking terrible too. But I was like, that's almost a step too far. Like,
0: yeah, she, it, she was getting a fair kicking
1: to be fair. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, she probably had it coming. But I was already so invested in <laughs> at this point. I was yeah. like, what an asshole! Come <laughs> on, as. Charlie, Charlie the pimp shows up again.
0: Like, yeah, we like, think, oh, here we are. She's safe. Charlie's turned up to redeem himself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or is she?
0: All, all I can say is that Sheriff's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, you'd be better off staying at home, Charlie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do what you know best. Just yeah. pimp out those hoes. Pimp fun. out those
0: hoes, smoke your weed, and just chill. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: Yeah so, it, yeah, so it looks like it's curtains for maybe at that point, but uh, these these movies always have a twist.
1: Right? There's mm-hmm. always that miracle at the end. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> we've got Tiny again, right?
0: Yeah, we've got really real him since the opening scene. Yeah.
1: But he's I- back.
0: Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Good night, Vienna for the sheriff, really. <laughs> just as he's <laughs> like, just as just as maybe he's taking a last breath, this looming figure behind him, and <clears throat> well, that's it.
1: That's, I go that's to jail. It. Do
0: not do not pass code. Do not collect two hundred pounds.
1: <laughs> exactly, and um, tiny to the rescue. But yeah. but the part that didn't make sense to me. So, I mean, obviously this is going to be a yeah. complete spoiler alert. Um, yeah. About... I mean,
0: to, yeah. I mean, to be fair, he does. She's like the rest of them are all tied up. Go and help them, which kind of does. But yeah, I think I know the part that you're talking about. Sorry, I'll, I'll let you continue.
1: Yeah, no, it's. I don't understand why did he go back into the burning house. Yeah,
0: yeah. They're they're all setting off. They're all beat up and shot up and knackered in the car about to drive off, and he's like, yeah, don't worry, we'll come back for you in a bit, and he walks back into the burning house. But, I mean, what was he? We never got any explanation of why he did that. What was he trying to rescue something? Was it? I mean, he was already. Um, I don't think we mentioned this, but he's obviously been through something mental in his past because he's horrifically burned. Anyway, he's like looks like Freddy Krueger. Yeah. You know, I mean, you actually. I mean, odd little glimpses you get of his face, but why did he just walk back into that inferno? There's no explanation for why he did it. We don't know what happened to him afterwards. It's just, yeah, that's one of the main question marks hanging over the me, really.
1: Same. I I want to know what happened to Tiny, um, but then the other three drive off, well into the distance, basically. But
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it's, it isn't long before they uh, encounter roadblocks, etc., blah blah blah. A I suppose again without yeah, I suppose without going uh, too much details, they it's fair to say they have their. Their moment of glory. Their Felmer and Louise moment, shall we call it.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely one of those moments. And um the interesting part I won't get into on this show as well is there is actually a follow-up movie called Three from Hell. Right. Uh, Maybe that's
0: where that, we see Tiny again.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, now you're going to make me think about it. Oh my memory Ooh. is shit. It's that turning forty. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's, well, it's, all down here
0: from, it's all downhill from all
1: downhill from there. We'll tell you. Oh man, I'm forgetting left and right. Um, but this three from hell does kind of carry on the story. Um, and it was actually one of the last things that Sid Hag, the actor who played Captain Spaulding, did. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Before he he died. So. I'm, about to, check
0: that. I'm about to check that out uh, I suppose you should check out the first one as well you know, just to put everything into context
1: oh def- definitely I would check them out um, Three from Hell probably not the best film I've ever seen um, but it does kind of at least carry on a bit about what I'll say like what happens um, hmm. afterwards and stuff like that because um, it's looking quite grim when they, when they end Devil's Rejects, hmm. oh, not right, looking, okay. not looking good. So, um, yeah. Oh. So yeah, that, I'll, I'll
0: definitely check that out. Yeah, that's cool.
1: yeah, you'll have to. Now that I've sucked you in, you'll have to watch all of all of the series. Yeah,
0: okay. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. While meeting the conflict, or so. <laughs> <No. laughs>
1: You'll have a bit more hint of what's coming. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm glad, you know, I I at least I feel happy that you seem to enjoy some parts of the movie versus the just the WhatsApp I got following it saying what the fuck. <laughs>
0: like... <laughs> yeah, well, when I said I when I said I watched it this morning, that's true. But I kind of had an attempt at watching it midweek, um, but to be fair, I, I wasn't really paying attention. I was a bit hammered and tired, and just like, uh, so I missed loads of it, and I'm like, what the fuck's this shit, I couldn't really get my head into it, but I thought it deserved um, a second, no, a proper watch-through, rather than just kind of a half-assed attempt, and this time around, I definitely picked up on more things that kind of passed me by, and found it a lot more enjoyable on my, having watched it properly, rather than just sort of, have no, well, try to eat a slice of pizza, and then farting and, oh, I'll <laughs> yeah, yeah i <I'm> just <laughs> we can actually sit and concentrate on it I actually um, actually said this to a friend I was messaging her earlier um, so I said they were going to be recording I was watching the, through the movie and I said to her I actually found it far more enjoyable uh, the second time round so fair play
1: maybe, maybe that's why Cy and I keep watching this movie maybe there's like <laughs> a little bit more every time you watch it yeah
0: that and the fact you're both fucking psychopaths <laughs> shh. shh.
1: <laughs> we said we never talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I think with that, it's probably a good time to get ready for the second half. Ooh.
0: I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. You want to see badass, motherfucker? I'll show you badass! What's
1: the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? Why? Don't we make you laugh? Aren't we fucking funny?
0: I want you to pray to your God. I want you to pray that he comes and saves you. I want lightning to come down and crash upon my fucking head!
1: Louder! Ah, bless the bunnies. Bless the little birds. I the don't horn. feel it. Ah, bless the springtime morning. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, I feel it. Oh, great God Almighty! I repent! I repent! And we're back for our sexy second half. I hope you're ready. Oh, did you bird just introduce say- that on cue as well? No, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> Um. <laughs> so yeah we've kind of started a little bit of a new thing with screams and moans now that we've relaunched it again and that is your question will actually be whatever my last guest has posed for a question okay. and then at the end of this I'm going to ask you so start thinking about what sex related question you would want to ask my next guest
0: Okie dokie.
1: <laughs> the benefit you have is you already know who my next guest is. But, I know, uh... <laughs> but that's
0: also the problem because I'm tempted just to go really full on with it. but uh... <laughs> Just to annoy him. But...
1: <laughs> it's only because you see. want to hear him absolutely have a rant back at you. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Abuse you on the next episode. Yeah. Um... <laughs> anyway, so last episode i had the lovely melissa maples on oh, and that... I... yeah but her question was since the start of the pandemic what changes or surprises have you seen in terms of how people relate to each other sexually
0: wow okay uh that's in some ways that's a difficult one because um i haven't fucking seen anybody <laughs> <laughs> i've been a hermit for eight months you know what i mean uh but last no, suppose um yeah, I have seen certain things, certainly on, like social media. You know, like um you could you could tell that some people are getting flirty. Maybe there are a few um, pent up desires going on there, you know what I mean? Um less people are just rampant basically. No, really, like,
1: <laughs> I'm kind but, of the, curious. I mean don't don't out. <laughs> nah, people I, on like, here, like, but... I mean I've not been involved with in any
0: malarkey because 'cause am a god theory man. But um I've seen <laughs> <laughs> but I've now, I've definitely seen. Um, you no, know, if you read into things, you can see lots of flirtations going on. You can tell people are starting to get a bit rampant, a bit frustrated <laughs> from
1: from kind yeah. of being yeah, yeah alone mean, for a while. Yeah.
0: yeah, not being able to go down the Acapulco and nightclub and get fisted in the toilets.
1: <laughs>
0: <But>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not mentioning any names, but. Uh, <laughs> I mean... I've got to be fucking careful here. Uh, no, I, could, I could tell it put people in some shit.
1: I mean, but, I was uh, almost going to out my mum there for a minute, but I'm not going to I've
0: never seen her down I mean, the apropocle.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, Donna. I'm really. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I also imagine as well, actually, people have been, um, obviously... Under quarantine and lockdown and all this malarkey and stuff, I reckon we're probably due an influx, an influx of COVID babies. Probably, probably uh, the first batch of them are probably already arriving. The second batch probably next summer. <laughs> yeah, <You know what laughs> I <mean>? stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like once you've completed Netflix, even if you hate your husband or wife, there's fuck all else to do. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, like it's like the cinemas closed. So you know what I mean? Ah, oh, goddamn. <laughs> but, I, um, yeah. So how about you? Have you got any uh, <laughs> shenanigans going on? Um. <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm not used <laughs>
1: it. sorry, no, it's fine. <laughs> um. Well, no. I, I mean, I was just thinking. Obviously, I'm I'm married, so now a lot has changed in terms of. Oh, that. so
0: this might be a COVID baby. Come. Uh... <laughs> Come
1: June. No, I mean if I could get a covid cat maybe. Can yeah, I get a covid yeah, yeah. cat? Um
0: oh, shag a cat,
1: yeah. <laughs> no. I No, covered... chickens again, that way. <laughs> <No. laughs> this isn't Bradford. Oh. Um, yeah, so... but... Sorry, sorry anyone listening in Bradford. Um not... <laughs> But um no, I I mean, I think it's kind of business as usual in terms of, of that for us, but um, that makes it sound so cold. Oh, it's just business as usual. No, you're just,
0: just as rampant as you ever were, you know what I mean? Exactly.
1: That's it, that's
0: it like bloody rabbits, <laughs> honestly.
1: <laughs> Fucking neighbours complaining to the council. I've, I mean, I just turned 40, that's like, you know, my sex drive's just going to start oh, I see game ramping over then. up that's from there. It, it all
0: stops from there, you know I mean? No.
1: Oh, right I thought over. for women it like ramps up though, we're like, it's hey. going to be peak times.
0: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Raise yourself sight. <sorry. laughs>
1: but, but yeah, so I think, you know, in terms of ourselves, um, I don't think it really has, has changed, but I feel like, um, yeah, how people relate to each other sexually. I mean, I think obviously on social media, I've seen things where, you know, you'll see like dating across to, I don't know, like rooftops or some things where it's just people that you kind of see every day that you wouldn't normally have an interaction with that you'll kind of see things. But that's,
0: that would actually, yeah, that's not something I considered. you can imagine. Kid people are isolated. They may well have these, you know, shouting from roof, rooftop to rooftop or stuff like that, you might actually meet people that you wouldn't have done in the first place if it wasn't for this. You know, I mean, it's like a, I mean, I, I could certainly say that, I mean, obviously nothing in the least bit sexual, but um, I've actually got to know my neighbours a lot better during this whole lockdown thing um, just purely because we've nowhere else to go. So I'll be sat out in my backyard having a can of beer in the summer. Maybe i all I'll be out in their respective backyards. And um, Whereas the people that we sort so like nod out and just say hello as we pass, we end up shouting abuse at each other, having banter and stuff, and <laughs> brought everyone closer. You know what I mean? It's like a little mini—it's it's brought the whole neighbourhood closer. So maybe that will be a side effect of it. Maybe people will take time to talk to people with wouldn't necessarily have spoken to before, or um, who knows what might come of that. Yeah.
1: yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I think it was interesting when Melissa brought it up. She was saying that um, kind of before lockdowns were announced she would she had kind of got some messages from people sometimes being like hey do you want to have some pre-lockdown like hookups before before we can
0: (laughs) (laughs) half price (laughs) (laughs) closing down sale
1: (laughs) (laughs) come and get it while it's hot (laughs) hot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, free side of cheese (laughs)
0: Oh, sorry. sorry. Oh. Too far. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm
1: I can always rely on you to take it too far. But... <laughs> I don't
0: know. It's it's, <laughs> it's both it's both a blessing and a curse. To be honest.
1: <laughs> um. So I think, yeah, it'll be int- it'll be interesting. Maybe um, maybe COVID will like change how we date in the long term yeah. or something. Yeah,
0: there'll probably have to be more glory holes. Oh my god. Yeah, you know I mean? we can't be too careful.
1: S- social distancing. Yeah, yeah, I
0: mean, it's like it's just being that's just being socially responsible, isn't it? You know, it's like, <laughs> everyone's got to do the bit.
1: <laughs>
0: Protect the NHS and all that. You know what I
1: mean?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's basically uh, my analysis of the sexual um, situation during COVID. There's going to be an increase in glory holes. There you yeah, go, you can say that, down. You, can take that to, you can take
1: that to the bank. Oh, glory holes.
0: I started this off with the best of intentions. You know what I mean? About, oh, we're going to have a nice little conversation about a film and stuff, and blah, blah, blah. Then we had a little hiatus in between bits. Oop! Letting away technical secrets there. And now mm. I'm pissed a fart again and just writing about glory holes.
1: Well, I guess maybe I'll, I'll save you from digging yourself any further into that glory hole. Um, and, and, uh, I didn't go out to the listeners for any of their responses this time, but you know, in the future, some of our questions we probably will put out to the listeners to get involved because it's always fun to hear what, what you, the listener has to say um, and what you think about the show or the questions. Um, But speaking of questions, we're now to the dreaded dreaded point, Ian. What Mm -hmm. sex-related question would you like me to ask my next guest? Okay, so my
0: question for the next guest host is, with Christmas around the corner, it's a time for giving and sharing. (laughs) Don't (laughs) worry. (laughs) We won't go there. But have you ever received... Anything sort of sexually related from Santa's sack? Oh no! <laughs> yeah. And if you haven't, was there anything that you would like to have had? And if you have, did you open it in front of anybody embarrassing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that should be that should be a good one, and I think that should definitely be one that also goes out to the listeners.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I I want to hear about these Christmas sex gifts. Anyway. Yeah, man.
0: Ding dong merrily on high
1: <laughs> There's definitely some other songs I could probably think of um, yeah. <laughs> But we f- before we get into Santa Claus is coming
0: <laughs> And not necessarily to town
1: <laughs> I was going to say Before we get dirty caroling maybe, that's, maybe that should be a whole Dirty carol, I think I know that <laughs> You probably do Um <laughs> who I guessed as on the weekends <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, as we kind of come to a close if my listeners would like to interact with you on social media where could they find you? Uh, yeah
0: I mean I'm not quite sure why they'd want to especially after listening to that debauchery but um, if you want to on, on Twitter um, it's at Ian Royd. that's I-A-N-R-O-Y-D uh, Instagram it's E underscore Roid. So it's E underscore R-O-Y-D. I mean, I don't really use them very much. I use Twitter basically to check the football scores. Occasionally, I'll stick something on Instagram like, ooh, I've seen a heron or something. But, uh, but by all means, give us an eye. on the it's
1: Amazing. And for those of you listening, you can find Screams and Moans on Instagram. It's Screams Moans. And on Twitter, I'm currently at podcast whore. So, thanks again, Ian, for joining me on the episode today.
0: Oh, thank you so much for having me back. It's always a pleasure. And I might actually be able to remember this one. So that's <laughs> uh, good, you That's borderline, to be honest. But <laughs> you
1: might remember <laughs> the first half. You might. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but actually, no,
0: it's been a pleasure as always.
1: Yeah. It's... Def- definitely. But anyway, thanks to those of you who have listened. And if you like it, uh, don't forget to hit subscribe. Um, Would love a five-star review on iTunes. And more importantly, don't forget to tell your friends. Um, So until next time, bye! Bye!